Okay, I see you now. All right. All right, so let me do the introduction. I'm Digger Jones. Two-Gun Tony will be here in about 30 minutes because he's late as always. And this is, <laughs> yeah, for real. And this is Digger and Two-Gun's News and Views. And we have a special guest on the show. Xavier, introduce yourself. Hey, how you doing? My name is X, Xavier, whatever you want to call me. Jack is what most people call me that know me. X, Jack. Yes, sir. Uh... Should I should I plug my uh, Instagram and all that oh, good stuff? Oh yeah 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 yeah. Normally I actually do that at the end of the show, but you might as well do it at the beginning and then now. Okay okay. Well yeah, uh, you know what I'm saying I am the movie guy. I do movie reviews, so if you want to, you can follow me at facebook.com backslash radical jack movies and also Instagram radical underscore jack underscore film and fitness. You know I I don't even follow that page though. <laughs> yeah, I just you know I just uh. You know, I just really started boosting it lately, man. Okay, and, uh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Also, Follow. if you want to buy, buy some black-owned gear, you know so yeah, Some T-shirts. You can also follow BTC Apparel. You know, veteran support, black-owned, you know. Man, just... I'm just I'm just not finding <laughs> this shit out about you, dog. I've known you for, like, three years. <laughs> like, you get... You give this nigga a platform, and it's, oh yeah, I also got, I also got. <laughs> how, how many phone conversations have we had? <laughs> and I'm just now finding out about this. All right, so look, the film started doing that probably like what, because uh, three months ago, I say. All right, you're excused on that one. You know, I mean, I've been reviewing movies on my regular Facebook, but I didn't uh-huh. actually make a page until. Sorry. Well, I said three months ago. I said uh, August is when I when I started the page. August or September, one of those. Yeah, yeah. I plugged it on my page when I got it. And then, um, you know, what I'm saying just a little thing that I do, you know, because a lot of people actually listen to my review takes. So I was right. like, all right, cool. You know, it was just something I was just doing for fun. But hey, after... you know, you, you know, you can actually start an anchor page for it too, right? Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, as soon as I downloaded this, I was actually going to start doing that, but. uh you know, right now I'm playing that Fortnite, so. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Fortnite. Don't get me started on that. Hey, man, look, this, man, this game is fun. I'm, I'm going to tell you like this, dog. I'm going to tell you like this. If you ever want to lose your sons for a few hours, put them on Fortnite. They ain't going to bother you. They ain't going to ask you for nothing. Hey, that's these, real, man. These kids will go days without eating just because Fortnite. That's true. So. Uh oh, some somebody's calling you. Tell who tell whoever that is I said hi. <laughs> but um so Xavier, first things first, anytime I got somebody new on the show, I not only do I have them introduce themselves and plug their stuff like you were doing, but um like tell me a few of your favorite artists. Alright, so a few of them well, actually you know what? I figure you was gonna ask me that, so let me see. Oh, you got the shit right now? I actually down? wrote it down. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I came prepared, man. Yeah, man. You know? You've heard this a little show. bit. You've heard this. Show. You, should, <laughs> you should have known what I was going to do. Hey, man, while we over here talking about stuff we didn't know, I didn't know you was a veteran, man. Oh, you didn't? No. Nah. How'd you find that out? I just listened to the last podcast, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, we all keeping secrets. Oh, no, no, <laughs> I'm not keeping the secret, man. That's pu- You got to understand, me being a veteran is a public record. <laughs> <laughs> I can show you my DD two fourteen and everything. But yeah, man, I saw that. I was like, "Oh, okay." Oh, you didn't know? Okay, I got nah, you. Nah, I I just hope. I can only hope that you you know you went to the right branch. You know what I'm saying? What branch are we talking? The army? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I got you there. <laughs> the greatest army in the world. Okay. <laughs> Eighty two Foxtrot, light infantry. Oh, okay. Well, I was a uh, 31 Bravo military police. So you a lot of people like to say I was a snitch. <laughs> <laughs> you were a snitch, though. So you... <laughs> now let me let me tell you a funny story about military police. I was in basic training in um, Fort Benning, Georgia. Right now, you know, in basic training, you're not supposed to buy anything, candy, anything, right? right? So it was Fort Benning, and the, you got to understand, Sand Hills right here, and the annex is right there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the annex is right there. So 
literally, me and my battle buddy, whose name is Ivan Kavinsky, we were literally like, all right, you ready? So yeah, we set up a diversion, like, you know, permission to u- utilize the latrine shirt. And we would go around the woods and go in the annex, and we would sit there and take out our cards. And, you know, we would buy, like, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups and shit like that. Now, one day, I mean, me and Ivan, we always had this thing where we did it, like, two minutes or less, right? So one time we took five minutes and I'm like, Ivan, what the hell took so long? And Ivan, you know, his parents were born Russian, but he was born American, right? Right. So Ivan had a thick Russian accent. Ivan's like, we got to go. I'm like, all right. <laughs> you know, I'm like, all right, fuck it. So we get back in the platoon and everything, right? And out of all days to do a shakedown, they did it that day. This man had Almond Joys, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, a Discman, like... <laughs> Bro, he had a discman. <laughs> he had a discman with no seat. You had the candy and stuff that you ain't supposed to have, but you got the discman too. That's crazy. He had a discman with no CDs. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, so we got smoked like cigarettes. That's crazy. So yeah, that's see. true story, man. But um, you said you got your artist written down, right? Mm-hmm. Who do we got? Because I figured. I figured you know you want to do like a top five, you know, yeah. something like that. You've heard the show. So, You're familiar with it. So, you know, me personally, I don't have a top five. Oh. <laughs> I got a top three. Okay, well, top three, top three, top three. That works. Only be that, you know what I'm saying? It just becomes, you know, favoritism and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I, at the end of the day, I think, you know, it's all favoritism, but yeah. So, oh yeah, number one, of course, I got that man Jay Z. Right? Yeah, I I can dig that. My brother, now, my would, reasons behind that. <laughs> my brother would love you on the show. Now, I, now my reason behind Jay Z is because longevity. He's yeah. got that lyrical ability. He's got that. And yeah. when I say lyrical ability, I'm talking about all of it wrapped in one, rapping, you know, metaphors, <laughs> all that good stuff. He got it all. Right. Accolades. He's got that. Uh-huh. You know, and he's got the album sales. So I feel you know, like... You know one thing that we don't give Jay-Z enough credit on on the show? Do you know Jay-Z, every time he reinvented himself, released a classic album? And what I mean by that is when he came out, he came out with a classic with Reasonable Doubt, right? Right. So when Jay-Z was becoming more so the businessman Jay-Z, he released The Blueprint. Which basically right. told you, hey, look, this is how I'm going to market myself now. I went from being, you know, running business to being the businessman. So when he and fully jump into the, you know, corporate world, he released a black album. Right? Right. So as he grew older and became the elder statesman, he released 444, which was the manual of this is how I obtained my wealth. This is how you can obtain it and keep it. Exactly. So not that many people have four classic albums. Not that many people can reinvent themselves, stay relevant, and not change their style. Exactly. <laughs> oh, Lord, who's that? Oh, my goodness. That's my girlfriend. Okay. <laughs> now, now let, me, let, me tell you something about, let me tell you something about that laugh. That's, that's that laugh that your mom... Did on the phone when you you know you're about to get an ass cut, but she's talking to her girlfriend, <laughs> and she's like, you know that's like, girl, ah, ha, ha. well I'm about to beat X's ass, so I'm gonna call you later, girl. Like, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So Jay's number one. Who's number two? Number two. Ah, I hate saying this to people because they get mad. M. Eminem. No, I don't get mad. And I say Eminem for the same exact reasons I said Jay. And honestly, you know, they can they can tit for tat it, man. Honestly, Eminem could be number one, if we want to be honest. Yeah. As far, I mean, as, far as, as far as my reasoning goes, Eminem could definitely be number one. And here's yeah. the thing. With my with my top three, I always say my top three are interchangeable. Yeah, yeah my top three could be interchangeable because the door. Oh, the door. Close the door. Oh, I thought you were talking to me. I'm like, close the door. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, I'm looking at my room door as we speak about it. <laughs> nah, because my girlfriend on the phone, I'm like, yo. Oh, so she is on the phone. 
Yeah, why you close the door? Oh, so she is on the phone. I told you that's that phone. That's that phone laugh. <laughs> <laughs> All women have the phone laugh, so don't trip, ladies listening to the show. For real, though. But um, you said all right. What are the reasons for Eminem? Uh, you know, longevity. He's got that. Uh huh. Obviously, the kid can rapidly rap, 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 right. rap, rap. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. He'll do it in his style or yours. It don't even matter. Right. And then, of course, he's got the accolades. Oh, he does. Yeah. And he's got the album sales. Now, I I'm mean. A- I'm going to tell you something that I've disputed with people for the longest time. I said Eminem has the greatest verse in hip-hop history. Which verse is that? Since I'm in the position to talk to these kids and they listen, I ain't a politician, but I kick it with them a minute. See, they call me a menace. And if the shoe fits, his verse on Renegade. And if the shoe fits, I'll wear it. Yes. Now, who's the king of these rude, ludicrous, lucrative lyrics? <laughs> now, and I've told people, look, you can put any song on and I will put Renegade on tat for tat, whether it's his first verse or a second verse. And everybody's like, oh, well, that's unfair because he produced it. It doesn't matter if he produced it or not. I've seen M kill people on their own shit. Like, for instance, there's an artist that I do not listen to named Drake. And when you listen to Drake's <laughs> song Forever, M bodies the track. You listen to over half of Eminem shit. Eminem's bodying the track. My favorite Eminem song, believe it or not, is a song that was on the Shady 15 album. And it's called Die Alone. Oh, wow. So, but would you say that now? Oh, go ahead. When it comes to features, now this is very unpopular opinion right here. But okay. when it comes to features and only features, and I'm not talking about anything else, <laughs> I feel like Ludacris is the best feature artist. Let me think about that real fast while I eat my old man candy. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it ain't butterscotch. It's a cinnamon disc. You're close enough. <laughs> <laughs> you know, now, I was at work and somebody tried to offer me a butterscotch. I'm like, how old do you think I am? I don't want yeah, that. And that's what we said on the last show. Two Gun said that the old man candy is worth the original. <laughs> like, man. All right, now, Ludacris is a great feature artist. I will give you that. But there is one artist, in my opinion, who always kills features, but when you listen to his albums, you're like, eh. Ooh, that, who's that? And that's T.I. Mm, man. T.I. is... Somebody ain't gonna like you for that. <laughs> oh, I don't care. But I agree, but man. T.I. was one of those artists that, like, I remember one of the first times, you know, I heard him, you know, like, spit a dope feature lyric, and that was on um, Trick Daddy's Fucking Around off the Thug Metro Money album, right? Like, the way he just laddered the beat, I was just like, oh my god, this guy's riding the fuck out this thing. And then Jeezy released his album, T.I. was a feature, and so on and so on. Like, T.I. is one of those... No, I'm not discrediting Ludacris by any means. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. But T.I. doesn't get the credit he deserves when it's time to be a featured artist. I give you that, because I never think of T.I. when I think of top-tier feature artists. Mm-hmm. You know? Now, maybe I should go back and check out some features, but yeah. Features, I'll never think of T.I. Features only. But Lud- No, you know what? Ludacris actually has a title. Ludacris has what, a best, title. Best uh, punchline rapper? <clears throat> Not best punchline rapper, best feature artist. I will give him that. Because my brother said artists on the show like, um, what day we do the show? Sunday. And he said there's a song called Leg Shaking done by Boy, R. Robert, Kelly. Robert Sylvester. We don't call him R. Kelly on the show no more. Oh my goodness. Sylvester the Molester? That's crazy. <laughs> done, done by Robert Sylvester. <laughs> called leg shaking and i never listened to it before because i told you a long time ago i marked yeah, you didn't kelly like off. black panties man i marked r kelly off after 2002 but every time he came up with a cd i'm not going to sit there and lie like i told you the cd was ass i would listen to it to try to see if i can reclaim anything you know right 
I ain't gonna lie, though. That leg shaking is hard. I'm going down, down, down. Yeah, and and I listened to it, like I said, I listened to it the other day. I was just like, all right, you know what? This is pretty dope. And then, you know, for some odd reason, I left the CD playing in my office, and I walked in, and the song Show Your Pussy was playing, and I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) Show your pussy. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) No, you you know what made the song worse? For one, R. Kelly tried to rap like a teenager. For two, the Migos were in the track. <laughs> oh, what did it? What he said? He said, "What he said? I'm about to call Scotty in the fucking club." Scotty, yeah, that shit was ridiculous. That is ridiculous. <laughs> no, but when I walked in, it was Juicy J's part. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't good. Can we just be honest here? Juicy J ain't never been good. So it, nothing's really bad because he doesn't have a good level. You know, it's just kind of, he's just there. You know, he's in his element. I'm sorry. I, I put him in the same category as like a two short. Like, I don't expect you to wow me. But as long as you right. get asses in seats and you're doing your job. Here's, here's how I look at um, Juicy J. There's a time for Juicy J. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's a time for, you know, too short, as you did mention. And then there's a time for, you know, let's just say LL. There's a time for Juicy J. Like, every day is not a Juicy J mood. Not at all. Not at all. Like, if I know me and my brother, like, i.e., when I went to Vegas last year with all my brothers, I played Juicy J's Bounce It. You know, over and over again. Okay, because that's a, that's, going... a, that's the mood. Yeah, that makes sense. That's a that's a you know bounce it. Uh, yeah, like we in yeah we in Vegas. That makes total sense. Yeah, we're going to Vegas. You know, got to get the mood right. Now, if I'm on my way to work, I'm not playing Juicy J by any means. <laughs> I mean, unless I, you're on the way to work at a club, you know, maybe. I don't. I don't need that kind of negativity in my life. <laughs> no, nah, not at all. Not at all. So, um. Yeah, so there's a time and place for GCJ, and I get what you're saying. But um, you said Jay-Z, Eminem, who's the third? Man, you about to cuss me out, bro. Uh, that boy Aubrey, man. Wheelchair, wheelchair Jimmy? Wheelchair Jimmy. I hid my baby from the world, Aubrey. Duppy freestyle, Aubrey. Yes. I got a porn star pregnant, Aubrey, and not even a cute porn star at that, Aubrey. Diplomatic immunity, Aubrey. Yes. <laughs> oh, Lord. Nine a.m. in Dallas. Yes, that that Aubrey. Yes, that so, boy is cold. All right, I'm about to say. So why is Aubrey rounding out the top three? I'm so disappointed I mean, right now. <laughs> oh my god! How? A longevity. The man hasn't even fell off yet. His longevity is continuing. Like we are okay, living is, in it. This is what I always say. You said he hasn't fell off yet, but we had a conversation a few weeks ago where we agreed that he fell off with more life and views. Did we? Facts. Not? Facts. You are absolutely right. So and you, you know can't... what? For no, 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 no. Look, look. So you're right, right? He did, but. As far as fans go, as far as numbers, as far as all that go, he didn't. Huh? He okay, fell so off he... as far as like me knowing what I wanted from Drake. He fell off, but okay. So in in a in a public eye, he he never did, man. Like he stayed, you... he stayed on it. So I can't knock him for that. I personally did not like those those projects. Just like you don't like Jay Z's second and third album. You know, no, I do. It's... No, I do like Jay Z's second and third album. Let's not. I mean, let's get that clear. <laughs> if there's one Jay Z CD that I will skip, that would be Kingdom Come. You know, I actually didn't mind Kingdom Come. I actually revisited that thing like uh, probably like uh, three weeks ago. I revisited every week almost. <laughs> like that album is actually pretty good. Because you gotta understand, Thursday are my long days at work, and that's my Jay Z day. I'll play all fourteen of Jay Z's albums because I have a fourteen hour work day. You know what I mean? Oh, and wow. every time, every time I get to Kingdom Come, I was just like, "All right, skip." 
<laughs> yep. I'll listen to this. I'll skip these three. You know what I mean? No, nah, it makes sense. But getting back to Aubrey, I will say Aubrey did have one thing this year. I mean, last year. What's that? The greatest comeback album. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I had to revisit that after after everything calmed down. Hey, mama, go over there. Daddy's busy. You, Daddy's busy. Go over there, please. Oh, yeah. For for the listeners, Xavier has a toddler, so, so this please, is please, please. This is a family man over here. Boogie. You just ate. This is a family man over here. Yeah, go, go, go. So um you said you had to revisit the album, right? Yeah, because I didn't listen to it at first. I mean well, I, I did. So when it first came out, I listened to it, right? Okay. And then I I kind of just like put it up. You know, like you take a book out, you just put it back on the shelf. Like, eh, okay. Right. And then I really listened to it probably like two or three weeks ago. Like I really listened to it and I was like, Okay, this is fire. You know, like I'm I'm gonna tell you the I, and I'm just talking about rapping the rapping side. I don't really, you know, I know there's a f- few good songs on the second album or the second part, whatever you want to call it. Right. But those first 12 or 13 songs, I feel that's a solid album. It's a like, solid release. Is, okay. Yeah, that is very so solid. I, I will say this, though. When I'll bring back Vegas, when we went to Vegas last year and I made a Vegas playlist, right? Mm-hmm. As much as I hate Drake, some songs from Scorpion went on there and they fit the mood. Yeah. And, you know, they fit the mood. You know, here's a song on disc two called After Dark, right? That has Static Major on it. Dope. And, like, it just fit the whole Vegas atmosphere. Like, there are certain songs that you hear from Drake and they fit the atmosphere. You can, no matter how much you hate the guy, there's going to be one Drake song that'll come on that you'll be like, you know what? All right. Fuck it, you know. Let's let loose. And you see, it's it's those qualities right there, also, that have him in that number three spot for me, man. Because love him or hate him, you gonna hear him and you gonna like him at least once. <clears throat> so the song "One Dance" came on. We went to a night spot in Vegas. Now, first things first. DJ kept on saying, "Anybody having a birthday, makes a noise every five minutes." So we made a running joke out of it. Anytime we were in Vegas, we were just out of nowhere like, anybody having a birthday, makes a noise. <laughs> but this guy played one dance, right? Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, this club looked like a sausage party at first. So when one dance came on, you turned around. All you hear was the first, baby. You turned around, bitches everywhere. I'm like, what the fuck? Hey. How the, how the hell did this happen? I call that the Aubrey effect. <laughs> like they were coming. They were coming out. Drake the, on, and then it just—I'm telling you, man, it's it's different. Yeah, coming out the crack cracks of the floor, and I was like, "Ain't this some shit?" <laughs> and that's the DJ saw that Drake worked. So a few songs later, he played "In My Feelings." The girls doubled again. I'm like, "Where are these bitches coming from?" <laughs> they was hiding. They were dropped. <laughs> They came out like, you know, the Project Roaches. Anytime you have company, they just come out of nowhere exactly. and say hi to your company. Say hi to your company. <laughs> That's exactly what they were doing. Coming out the cracks everywhere they could. Oh, oh, oh. New people. Is that, <laughs> right? Is that sugar? <laughs> <laughs> nah, let me, let me tell you a funny story. You know, I don't mean to get off subject of music. I'm going to tell you, the, you know, this is a dead-ass true story, so... I was, you know, there's this chick. I was working at the mall, right? I was a manager at Foot Locker. And there was this one chick that I was trying to get with, right? Okay. So she finally, you know, came by and I just said, you know, when are we finally going to go on a date? She says, I tell you what, pick me up at my house. My brother works at Applebee's so we get to eat free there. And then we can come back and watch movies, right? I'm like, cool. Picked her up. Took her to Applebee's, got the meal for free. It was A plus. You know what I mean? That's fire. So I, I went back to her house and everything, and you know, she said, pick a DVD to watch. So I, I picked the 40 year old virgin, right? Oh man. So this girl comes out, you know, she's like, Well, I have a DVD player in my room. Come to my bedroom. True story. I'm like, all right, cool. So, you know, she pulls out, you know, 
a can of whipped cream. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> you know, she's spraying the whipped cream, you know, on her legs and everything. Then she puts the cherries on there. And, you know, then she brings out the chocolate syrup. And you know what else came out? Roaches. <laughs> I, dog, I kid you not. Hey, there's a party Roaches going on. Hey, hey. <laughs> Yo, you ever see that? You ever see the movie Joe's Apartment? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the roach is just like, oh shit. I, I know we heard some, <laughs> I know we heard the aerosol can of whipped cream. Oh my goodness. And what kind of station did I come into? <laughs> <laughs> two gun. <laughs> two gun. Yo. Two gun. This is two gun. This is X Jack. X Jack. This is my co-host Two Gun. Hey, how you doing, man? What's up? What's up? I told you I'll be there at 10 o'clock. Right? No, what kind of what happened is, you know, I was telling him a story about this girl that I was, you know, wanted to get with, and um, she bought out the whipped cream, the cherries, and everything else, and the uh, roaches came out, and the roaches came out soon after. They were looking for leftovers. <laughs> oh, they nah, had they a- was looking for startovers. They was looking for that something new. <laughs> Shit. Whatever you fell asleep on. What if you woke up and the roaches is like all over your body? Dog. Bro, why are you saying that? No <laughs> lie. I got a cousin. Her house is like that, bro. Oh, no, no, no. When no, you no, sleep no. over there. Nah, don't get me wrong. I ain't never, ever slept over there since I was an adult. And her house, <laughs> her house was never that bad when I was a kid. Like, they had roaches and stuff, but it was never no. that bad. But, no, bro. See- I went over there. She literally bombed the house and left the dead roaches where they was at. Didn't even bother uh, to clean up. Just bombed uh, it. Was like, oh, they dead now. Cool. And like, kept it moving. oh, she had them little, she had them little German Nazi roaches. Yeah. Them little- <laughs> yeah, not them hood. You know, we came from outside, big ass flying roaches. The little baby yeah. ones that, that let you know, like, now nah, you a dirty <laughs> motherfucker, man. Like them little brown bitches. Mm-hmm. They get inside your microwave. They go inside your magazine. They look like honey snacks. Word. Um, what else? They be in the lining of your refrigerator. Ooh. Oh. Uh, on top of your cabinet. <laughs> Anywhere a roach, you can think a roach might find something. In the microwave. In the, in the toaster. In the, in the water. They're on the baby bottles, chilling, eating, drinking apple juice. They're coming out the vents. But listen, after the roaches... After Roaches came out, you know what she had the nerve to say? What? Came from the neighbor? She said, no, 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 not that. She said, well, if you would have never turned on your cell phone, like, you would never attract them. Bitch, what? Oh, wow. Shit. Wow. She no shame. She don't know. It's, it don't work like that. When the, the lights go off, that's when them niggas come out and stop powwowing. Y'all, like, scared the shit out of the Roaches. Yeah. Yeah, no, but literally, the fact that she had a, an excuse though, like she was ready for it. Like, if you didn't turn your light on, you would have been fine. How about if you didn't, if you weren't dirty, <laughs> we wouldn't have to worry no, about so, it. Literally, I'm putting on my clothes and everything. Let me, let me, let me just point this one thing out. This is the God honest truth. Those little smacks, honey smacks, sugar smacks looking bastards. All you need is one of them shits to get in somebody's pocketbook at somebody else's house. So you bring that shit home, it's over. Yep, facts. They're just like bed bugs. Facts. I can account as my uncle was living in some house in Orangeburg, and he brought an air conditioner to my grandmother's house. Oh, an air conditioner! When I tell you that air conditioner started World War One, Two, Three, and Four, <clears throat> it was a wrap. Yeah, that sucks. That sucks. You got to jump. You got to jump on it. As soon as you see that first one, everything got to be sprayed. You got to start putting gel across everything. It's a war. I'm a big fan of them bombs, man. Just bomb it. Fuck it. Them roaches is like Puerto Ricans. (laughs) 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 No, but um, literally, when I was leaving and everything, shoot a life story, I was walking out. So... The one roach looks at her and goes, "Damn, Cheryl, this was actually a nice one. This nigga at least had a job." Oh, oh wow! Nah, I bet you would have took those roaches to your job, not even knowing it. 
right? So, so for real. <laughs> two gun. The brim of your hat. <laughs> two gun. Uh, X Jack said he has a conspiracy about R. Kelly that we need to hear. Oh man. Okay. Oh man. Are we gonna get into it that fast, huh? Well, I mean, I guess he's been talking for a minute. I feel like you know he just got here, so it's like the Hawks beat the Thunder. Oh, come on! Oh, <laughs> the people hurt. Oh. The damn, the damn Hornets beat the Spurs last night. That's fine. Anthony Davis is a, is a god. Oh, I live in San Antonio, oh. man. Okay, so I'm you're a Laker not biased. Fan, though. No, I'm just saying you're not biased to R. Kelly in any type of way. Like, I will say this: I am biased to R. Kelly in in in, in one way and one way only. That, that man is that man has been in my life since day one. That's not even a lie. That's not a joke. That's my mom's favorite artist. It's my grandpa's mm. favorite artist. Like mm. <laughs> R. Kelly been a heavy influence on me, man. But at the same time, I'm I'm a grown man who's stable in the head, and there ain't no way in hell. <laughs> I'm going to condone some man touching little kids. <laughs> that ain't right. never been cool. My only argument to that is, like I posted on Facebook, man, we've been making fun of R. Kelly peeing on little girls for a decade plus, and now we're supposed to be mad because the documentary tell us to? That's a little backwards to me. When R. Kelly was peeing on bitches, we were still young. and It wasn't a big deal, you know what I mean? But no, you see, that's a big thing. deal to me. It was a big deal. It's just the it fact was, that it wasn't well, a big deal in pop culture because at, at the time I, social media wasn't here. Like when when R. Kelly peed on that girl, I was what nineteen. Uh, we were about no, we were um, yeah, we were about nineteen. Okay, no, we even, were just turning. We were just turning twenty because it was two thousand two. So even at that time, I, I, I know for a fact I knew fourteen, fifteen, sixteen year old girls. That would have loved to get peed on by anybody who was a singer or a rapper. No, you know what I say to that? <laughs> You're absolutely right, bro. We all know yeah. girls that dated dudes that are older than them, but mm-hmm. the problem doesn't come in with the girls. The problem comes in with R. Kelly. As a grown man, I know, me being 28, I know that if a 15 year old wants to smash me, like, I'm going to say no. Like, that's wrong. All right. You yeah, know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Now she might want to do it because she's young. She don't know no better. And even if she's she does, impressionable, you know what I'm saying. At the end of the day, her mind ain't fully developed, and she's horny. Like bottom line, <laughs> that's what it is. You know, that's what you think about when you're a teenager. And she gonna see all this god like yeah, capability right here. And... <laughs> right. You know. But you know, it's up to us. Like we didn't social about R. Kelly. Say that one more time, too, good. You know, that's the difference. We didn't need social media to teach us about R. Kelly. Oh, yeah. We oh, didn't yeah. need no, social you're right. media at all. We didn't. Like, we didn't know this nigga was trifling. Like, right. That's just that trifling ass nigga. But now, it's just everywhere. Now it's like, this nigga really was bad. Nah, he was, man. You know? <laughs> no, you know what it is, though? My Caucasian listeners, you know, don't be offended. White people finally got wind of it. You know what? These is facts. Without it being a joke. They got wind of it without it right. being a joke. Right. Yeah, you Lifetime know what I mean? put it out there and it made it seem like, oh, he's trafficking these girls and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, they turned it into but my, uh, my theory here is it's a simple one. You know, nothing crazy. You know? All right. Now, of course... First and foremost, this guy definitely is a pervert, and he needs to go yeah. to jail. Like, let's just yeah. let's get that out the way before any other stuff is said. <laughs> X, X, we have daughters. Hey, I, I'm just, hey, man, you know, somebody might have just tuned in, or somebody might have fast forward, and this is all they hear. <laughs> so I just want right. to make sure, you know what I'm saying? But my whole issue with this whole thing is the whole mute R. Kelly in general. We can't mute R. Kelly. The man literally has written countless songs and produced countless songs for a wide genre of music. It's not even just black artists. It's a genre of music. You got to mute Britney Spears. You got to mute all kinds of people. Maxwell, even Ty Dolla Sign. Like, you got to mute a lot of people. So the whole yeah. mute R. Kelly thing is absurd to me. Like, it doesn't even make sense. Second of all, I feel like, why can't you separate the artist from the man? 
because the music what we appreciate has nothing to do with that man doing weird shit. Okay, Xavier, let me stop you right there. This this man also said your body is a playground. Let me lick you up and down. All right. So why would you? And you know, you know what? But look, 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 I feel like that's 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 nitpicking. You know what I'm saying? Like that's we, not nitpicking. It is because we now that we you know what it is when you now you're like this nigga singing to yeah. a child. That that's the only thing that makes me mad. Right? Because I'm thinking if Maxwell said that, we all gonna be like, oh, okay, cool. No, I'm gonna start thinking. I was thinking back in ninety what what was it, ninety-four when the twelve play album was released. It's just, you know, first things first, the whole Aaliyah thing was just mad awkward. Okay, yeah, those are facts. Those are big yeah. facts. Okay, so no, but when you re- I never really looked at Aaliyah's album cover fully to see R. Kelly in the background. Yeah, like I never really looked at it because I was just like, okay, there's Aaliyah. Because Aaliyah was like the hood princess. You know what I mean? Let me look this up real quick. Let me look at this album. Oh, the album cover is Age Ain't Nothing But a Number. And just the fact that R. Kelly is there in the background with the title Age Ain't Nothing But a Number, it's fucking creepy as shit. No, you're right. The whole Aaliyah R. Kelly dynamic is weird as hell. Like, that's not even, that's not anything to dispute. Weird. Let's see. All right, so like you could have stayed on the back of the album cover, and just said written, you know, written, arranged, produced by Robert by R. Kelly. <laughs> you know what I mean? By Ro- yeah, Robert Sylvester. You know what I'm saying? Girl, you wanna come to my hotel? Oh wow, that's creepy as hell too. Oh wow, this is weird. Oh, this is weird. Oh, this you, is you weird. See, Why the nigga in the background what? blurred out like that's weird? AJ number number. I'm peeping you though. <laughs> you, you see it now, right? You see it now, right? <laughs> oh, this is weird, bro. But you know what? Hey, he got the song. What I have to say? Was it? I ain't ever fuck with this album anyway, so I'm cool. I can mute that. <laughs> okay. That's. <laughs> I can mute that, man. <laughs> no, but no. Somebody bought. I think it was Lil Duval that bought the album cover to my attention again. Right? It was just like, oh, this is a nasty nigga. Look at him creeping in the background. I'm like, wait a minute. That. Oh my fucking god! That's R. Kelly. Right. And not only is he creeping, he got one foot up, looking like it's dinner time. <laughs> like. Yeah, it's about to go on. Oh man! And she looking like a dagger. Look, man, that's wild, bro. Oh my god! At your best came out at that age. Oh man, that hurt. That hurt. That hurt. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that was damn kills. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot that you weren't paying attention to, right? You know. All right. So this is disgusting. But I still gotta, I still gotta put it out there. The man is a genius. You know what I'm saying? We got. Matter of fact, Google that image, uh-huh. right? You said Google. Go down a couple. Yeah, you Googled AJ number. Hold on, let me. I'm pulling out the other phone right now to Google that shit right now. Just Google AJ number the number and like a couple of lines down, picture of R. Kelly and Aaliyah with her rubbing his bald head. Word, hold on, hold hold on, hold on. Let's see. But just Google AJ, nothing but a number. That's all I put in the search bar. And the look on his face is like, got him. Mm-mm. Yeah, and she's smiling. In stores June fourteenth. Hold on, man. Let me go down here. Oh, and listen now. It says number was written and produced by R. Kelly for Aaliyah. 
This shit says in stores June 14th. That nigga would have been in jail by June 15th. That's crazy, too, because, like, if you don't know how old she is, she looks like she's a grown woman. Like, that's wild. That's probably why they put the gangster sunglasses in the baggy clothes. Those are facts. Big facts. No. Because you know what? If you put on regular clothes, you're going to be like, oh, that's a little kid. Right? Because Aaliyah looks older on this album cover than she did when she did Rock the Boat. Yeah. Yo. Yo, um, did you see the back of that? Um, what's it called? The back of the album cover. Uh-uh, the back of no. the album cover. She has her back, and she well, she has her back towards you know the camera, and she's looking at the camera. And R. Kelly's still doing that creepy ass pose. <laughs> I'm done. Still learning. Well, you see it now, right? I'm done. <laughs> All right. So look, that nigga's looking like. Hey, you looking at my wife? Goodness, for real. All right, so look. All right, so back to look. (laughs) I believe he's been free this long because, as a whole, America doesn't care about black women even more than they don't care about black men. And it's because no, no. Let me just let me get it all. No, no. I I I can agree with you. (laughs) Go ahead. Now, because of systemic conditions, we are numb to it. So. I believe personally, if R. Kelly had touched little white girls or even little white boys, he would have been dragged years ago. Look at Bill Cosby. You know what I'm Look saying? Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. And touched white women in the 70s and 80s, and he got persecuted in 2018. Exactly. And I also think it's incredible that as soon as this King of R&B conversation blows up, and everybody comes out unanimously announcing R. Kelly is the king. His name is trending <laughs> everywhere. You know what I'm saying? All of a sudden, boom, we get Surviving R. Kelly. Right when his name has become like the hottest name trending, they release Surviving R. Kelly. So now, when you're looking for the king of R&B, what do you see? Ah, he, he, he's touching people. Let's get him. Let's get him. Let's get everybody right. on that bandwagon. Two-gun, two let me tell you why I decided to get X on the show. A few weeks ago, before the whole Surviving R. Kelly thing came into fruition, he had a post saying, the king of R&B is R. Kelly. And I called him and we had an hour and a half long conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Of me trying to get this guy to change his mind. At no avail. At no avail. And it's crazy, bro. I mean, like, literally a week after we had that conversation, boom. Like, R. Kelly's the scum of the earth. <laughs> uh, you know, the R. Kelly had the title for a long time. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, R. R. Kelly out- outlasted everybody who was hot in the 90s and 2000s. These are facts. And then we got to you know think what about mean? what he wrote. He didn't sing himself. Like the man was doing work. You like are not my favorite R- one of my favorite R and B songs of all time was written by R. Kelly, and I didn't even know it. And that's Max Maxwell Maxwell Lifetime. Oh, no, fortunate. fortunate. Yeah. I'm yeah, I didn't so know that in my world. Like you got to understand when you think about that song. That I, I'm gonna be honest when that, when that song came out. That was my dry humping song, man. Bro, I'm telling you, man. You say songs. I got some friends, but they all legal. That's when I realized it wasn't shit. I'm still at that. You know what I mean? Like, crazy. You know what's more wild than that is that Teray now. Torrey was was the one interviewing R. Kelly. Now he he in trouble for harassment, right? Listen, if they could go to everybody male in the world, every male in the world would be guilty of this harassment. This is facts. We've all done it willingly. I mean, unwillingly or whatever. Like, like we all done. It. I agree. Niggas are 
girls just because they worked in the store and you gonna go in that store to buy a pair of shoes. Exactly. You know what I mean? I agree. Some shit is just they just doing it for fun now. No, I think they're doing it either for press or you know some kind of publicity. Like this is just if I knew somebody could buy my story, I would say Ray Charles touched me. Exactly. <laughs> If I knew Word. somebody was buying the story. Like, Ray Charles couldn't even see, but he knew how to find my... <laughs> like, that's how that goes, man. Like, but, um... Let me ask y'all both a question. Who is the king of R&B? Hey, man. I already told you. R. Kelly. Is, man. Ain't nothing gonna change that. You can take the man away, but you can't take the talent away, man. And it makes it more the king of R&B because he wrote R&B for everybody else. He gave Joe music. He gave Maxwell music. You know what I'm saying? He wrote song for everybody. Shit. From the R R to the A to the P to the IS to the T. (laughs) You know what? The funny thing is he probably could make a song about that and it would jam. (laughs) I can't Prince of R&B, like Prince is like the man when it comes to that Prince shit. R. Kelly Yo, You is know what's like funny Prince is Prince don't even have a R&B. category in music. We don't know if he's rock, pop, R&B. That's true. He just That's does, true. like you said, Prince shit. <laughs> but you know, composing, producing, that's R. Kelly. But you know the bad part about R. Kelly is, so even though I had an even though, fucking... even though I had an R. Kelly band, I still bought the Chocolate Factory. Bro, the Chocolate Factory is one of the greatest albums ever. Like, Period. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you the worst part. The worst what? R. Kelly got all. The worst thing about R. Kelly is R. Kelly got old and he got nastier and dirty like the older he got. Like that Black Panties album. We just talking about that. But but before before Black Panties came out, he came out a love letter. And write me back. You know what I'm saying? So he did his thing. Yeah, but that's when back from the uh, the second round of nasty shit they was trying right. to say about him. You know you know, then he was trying to seem like a nice good person. Cause remember the first time he tried to come up with a gospel. Did you album. Happy people. Had- yeah, you know. the You Save Me Happy People album. He did that route. Then, you know... <laughs> I never did waste my time listening to them albums. He had to pay that money out, and then he came out with the... I want to be a, a, a 1950s right. singer. Hey, again. man, why you playing, though? When a woman loves, it's fire. When I say to you, Xavier, I said, look, when he released Love Letter, I was like, okay, this is dope. And then when he released Write Me Back, I'm like, all right, this is pretty cool. And then Black Panties fucked it up. I was like, fuck this nigga. Hey, man, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Black Panties was fire. (laughs) No, but you said you you have a personal history with SCD. Yeah, 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 yeah. So... So was it really fire or was the history fire? Well, you, I don't know, man. You got to think I'm younger too. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's true. That's true. So you know, for me, when Black Panties came out, I was like, "Ah, oh, this is cool. It's like Devil Up and Untitled, R. Kelly." You know? Right. right. Uh, yeah. Because, like, for me, I feel like his most underrated CD is uh, Untitled. That album is incredible. I could fuck no, with he had a song on Untitled that was so dope. What was it called? Pregnant? Echo? Oh. Oh, and girl, I want to get you pregnant. It was him, Robin Thicke, and a Tyrese. Ty- yeah. Like, it was a super R&B lineup. Knock you up. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing about it is, this is... Oh God! I can't believe we spent three shows talking about this nigga. <laughs> just let like, you know how influential he really is, though. More than that, X Jack, X Jack. Sure. We had a show. What was it? Last July, where we're just like, "Fuck R. Kelly," and that was the first time we ever spoke about him. Damn. And now, and now this nigga's still a trending topic. Speaking of which, 
Did any of y'all listen to the radio this morning? Nah. I turned to four different channels, and Drea Kelly was on there talking about her abuse from Robert. How she's about I don't to want to hear that from that lady, bro. How she's about to release her book, and you know she still has love for him, but she's not going to forgive him, and he's not paying his child support. This, that, and the third. Right? That's the only reason she's on that that show. If he was paying her child support, she wouldn't care. You can't. I'm sorry, man. There ain't no way in the world that lady is is quote unquote abused or broke. Like you gonna play you gonna play around like that? You just now coming out? Oh, Robert ain't been supporting us since. Stop lying. You did that for a lifetime, bro. Just as look, all right. Look, I'm sorry. Once again, let me preface <laughs> my statements by saying that he should be in jail. <laughs> but I'm also gonna say that lifetime is full of shit. He should be something. He need his head examined. Lifetime is full of shit, bro. All right, so this is what I don't understand. She says that, you know, <clears throat> I'm basically living day by day, struggling, get trying to get by this and a third. You got a book deal. You got a check from Lifetime. You're doing public appearances, so on and so on and so on. And what people fail to realize is... No, no, no. Lifetime was free. We didn't. They didn't pay me for that. That's what she said. Shit. Okay. Now that's what she said out of her mouth. Do I okay. believe her? Hell no. Okay. But don't you get a sad uh, check? Screen Actors Guild check? Yes, you do. Talk about it. <laughs> for those who don't know SAG, that's the Screen Actors Guild. Anytime you're on a public appearance for national syndication, you have to have a SAG card. For those who have a SAG card, you will get paid for the venue that you did. Now show me some ID, please. <laughs> <laughs> like Jesus Christ. So yeah. I didn't even go like I can't even raise me to be old nasty. Tone, aka Mr. Nasty. See, I can't even like No, it was fifth grade. No, it was fourth. You're right. It was fourth. It was fourth. Because I remember the Honey Love video on the video music box. There's something in your eyes. So I used to listen. I used to listen to that shit. Like you know, this is watch. Right, I right. like it. So we kind of just grew up knowing this nigga was a little extra. Baby, don't be shy. Turn down that light. <laughs> there is something that I want from you. Right now. <laughs> see, Give it honey, we, all, see, we all despise this nigga right now, but he has jams that you say to. Like, you can't help it, man. Like, I, like, <clears throat> how, you, this, is a, this is another true to life story. After the allegations came out and everything, right? This was 2002, right? Uh, I remember being at work and out of nowhere, I'm just like, man, fuck R. Kelly. About 10 minutes later, I'm like, I'm standing here looking in the mirror, <laughs> saying damn to myself. <laughs> I should have known that they would come. She'll find my <laughs> bro. The dude is cold. What's up? We could just all go all in day saying one line of an R. Kelly song. We could do that for like two hours. And we can make a whole show out of it. So like we said, he the king. Word. He the king, bro. So you would say that R. Kelly is the king of R&B? Yes, sir. The king With a straight R&B. face. Two years ago, promising oh, yo, all we I heard. Talking about you want to mute somebody? Why not mute her? She literally gave her niece away. Word. Yeah. All right, so hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now that we're talking about the series one more time, this is what I don't understand. There are so many people biased about it, just like, oh, R. Kelly's a monster. But yet, you let your 14 year old daughter fly out to see R. Kelly. Bro. Bro. When I saw that, I'm like, wait, why ain't she in jail? It's not even, it's not even that, though. I'm talking, no, not, not the spark, not, not Sparkle's niece. Oh. Not Sparkle's niece, but remember, after Sparkle's niece, um, R. Kelly was flying this 14-year-old girl out to Chicago. This girl was being interviewed. She said, yeah, and 
R. Kelly gave me tickets to go to Chicago or fly out to Chicago, and I went. Where were your parents? See, that's what it boils down to. The people who were really supposed to be protecting these girls. Exactly. Failed. They failed, bro. And then did you see did you see that man that said we didn't know who R. Kelly was? We just knew that he was an artist that our daughter liked. In two thousand eight. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. This this man probably dicked her mama down to that 12 play out. Bro, like, just some of the shit that they were saying on there just didn't make sense. I was like, Lifetime, y'all could have did a better story than that. And then, you know, it's like, our daughter came home and then she left three days later. That's not on y'all. That's on the daughter. Right. Like she left on her own accord to go back to a quote unquote bad situation. The situation can be all bad if she decided to come back. Did you see the lady that found her daughter at the hotel? Yeah. Her daughter sure didn't look like a slave to me. God damn. She was at a hotel. Like nice hotel. And then on top of that, there was the two girls that were just like, Yeah, we we were talking to each other on the phone in the house because you know we were talking to each other on the phone in the house and we tried to sit there and go to the bathroom at the same time so we could see each other. This and the third. Like, take me to your special place. Close your eyes. Give me your face. <laughs> I'm going to piss on you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if R. Kelly was really that bad, he would have never caught, co- I mean, he would have confiscated their phones. Exactly. Kept on strict house arrest. Come on, dog. Like, it's hard to believe some of the shit that came out of this show. Very hard. Man, I, see, for me, I don't even need, I don't need the show. All we need is, we know that he did Aaliyah. And that's it. Everything else, we don't know about. But we know that he smashed Aaliyah. Period. Yeah, there's proof oh, and the girl, and the girl that he put. I said I saw that tape in high school. Like I literally downloaded it on LimeWire and watched the whole thing. I saw it. Like that was definitely him. She was like definitely a little kid. Like, like when did I see that tape? And that, that was the first time I saw somebody yeah. eat a booty. That that bothered me right? more than the piss. Like, that was um, that was before it was cool. <laughs> like when I when I first saw the tape, I saw mm-hmm. the tape by accident. I was up. I was up at my homie's. I was up at my home. We were certain. Yeah, I was up at my homie's house. He goes, "Oh, yo, I got that R. Kelly tape." I'm like, "What?" He said, "Yeah, the R. Kelly tape," and he put it on and everything, right? And I'm just like, "Why are we watching this?" He goes, "Yeah, you really think that's that nigga?" I said, "It looks just like him." (laughs) (laughs) Bro, he was right in the camera, like the bootleggers made a killing off that tape. Like, bro, he was literally in the camera. You could see his face. Like, you knew it was him. And then the P- and then the parents gonna sit up there and say, "Oh, that's not our daughter." Okay, get so. the fuck out of here. Like, like that's another her. thing that pissed me off about the lifetime thing is, you know, R. Kelly was told never to see Ali again. He gave her one hundred dollars of hush money. What the fuck is a hundred dollars? I was like. You expect me to believe that this nigga gave her a Benjamin Franklin and she was happy? <laughs> like, this bitch had her yeah. own money. Literally. Like, come on, y'all. It is what it is. But I'm going to actually go ahead and cut this close. I'm, you know, cut this. I, I said that all wrong. I'm going to go ahead and cut this short. So, X Jack, you were a good host. Hey man, I appreciate it, man. I just, you know, trying to have a little conversation here, man. All right. Just remember, uh, follow me, you know, Instagram, radical underscore jack underscore fitness and film. Yep. Uh Facebook backslash radical jack movies. And don't forget if you are uh, looking for some clothes, BTC apparel, black owned, veteran owned, you know what I'm saying? Uh FYI, if y'all didn't know, Spider Man Far From Home trailer, it just dropped today. All right. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. Two <laughs> gun, two gun. Closing words. Um, if you saw somebody pissing, <laughs> what you move? Yes, I would, Riley. Yes, I would. <laughs> X, 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 Jack. Closing words. 
Follow me, follow me, follow me, follow me. <laughs> My closing words are thank you guys again for another show. Well done. Thank you for listening. Y'all know how to get in touch with us. Just to let you know, Two Gun and Diggers IG page will be coming soon. It's in the works. So once we get the link to that, we'll have you follow that. I want to thank my co-host X Jack. I want to thank my co-host Two Gun Tony. Other than that, it's been a great show and God bless and good night. All right. <laughs>